There's much teaching abroad today that emphasizes the role of Satan in modern society. I believe in Satan as a true personality, but is he able to control and oppress Christians? That's a good question. You see, in this day in which the occult has once again come into a place of ascendancy in this irrational age in which we live, and men are reading their horoscopes and uh, going to spiritualists and uh, forming societies in worship of Satan, in the Christian fold there has been also a great revival of interest in the devil and in the demons. Now, I think it's very important for us to understand that in any era we must stay balanced in our Christian faith, and that balance comes from remaining biblical. Many wild things have been said in our day, even by good Bible-believing Christians who have been going beyond their Bibles and saying things that are just not Christian. So let's try to get a fix today on this problem of demonic oppression and demonic control as the Bible speaks about it in relationship to Christians. Just as in the past era in our counseling, we uh, noticed that a lot of people, and of course many still do, blamed what they did and what they are doing and their present plights upon other people. Uh, my grandmother maltreated me or my parents didn't treat me properly and so that's why I am like I am, don't blame me. So today it has become increasingly popular to blame one's bad behavior and one's attitudes and that sort of thing on the devil. As a matter of fact, one popular comedian says, the devil made me do it, and that kind of thing is being said everywhere, even by Christians today who are using it as the latest cop-out for personal responsibility. Now, Satan is a real person, and he has real power. Satan has followers who work with him and in concert with him in this world and who work against God and God's kingdom and who work for evil purposes. These are the fallen angels, such as he is, or the demons, as they are called, or unclean spirits, as they are called in the scriptures. There's no question this morning about whether the scriptures teach that there is a true personality called the devil, or whether they teach that there is, are true personalities called demons. There are, and the scriptures are plain about this matter. Always they distinguish sickness from demon possession, for example. The two are not confused in the scripture. They are separated and distinguished even in the same passages. So these two cannot be fused into one as some sort of primitive way of viewing sickness or some kind of uh, difficulty a person may be having. Uh, no, the two are specifically stated to be what they are, just as we speak about them on this broadcast today. But one thing we must be clear about is that the Scriptures also make it abundantly plain that Satan, though he is a real person and though he has power, does not have power to possess or oppress Christians. And this is what we must get across today. There is no reason for any Christian person anywhere to say that he is demon-possessed, and that's why he did it, or that he is demon-oppressed, and that's why he did it. 
And we want to make that very plain from the Word of God during this broadcast. Much is said in the Scripture about Satan's power in this era. It is not unlimited, and we need to be very clear in our thinking about that fact. For instance, in Mark 3.27 and Luke 11.20, Satan is said to be bound by Jesus Christ, the strong man. In 2 Thessalonians 2.6, we read that his power is restricted and restrained. In Hebrews 2.14, we are told that he has been rendered powerless over believers. In Colossians 2.15, we are told that Jesus Christ defeated him, disarmed him, and despoiled him by his death and resurrection from the dead. In Luke 10:18, we're told that he was thrown down and that he has fallen. In Luke 11:20, we read about how his kingdom has been replaced. In <clears throat> Romans 16:20, we read that he can be crushed under the foot of Christians. In Colossians 1:13, we read that he has lost authority over Christians. In John 16, 11, we read that Satan has been judged. In 1 John 5, 18, we read that he cannot touch a believer in Jesus Christ. In 1 John 3, 8, we read that his works have been destroyed. In John 14, 30, we read that he has nothing. In James 4, 7, we read that he must flee when resisted. Now, I say to you that it's very plain that we are in a position in which Satan cannot have possession of us as believers and cannot control our lives as believers. It is almost blasphemy to think, as some erroneously teach, that at one and the same time the Holy Spirit can possess a Christian's life and an unclean spirit can possess his life. That is a very, very close teaching to the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit in the Scriptures, and we want to be plain about that matter. Satan is alive, but he is not well on planet Earth. Satan is in a limited position, an extremely limited position when it comes to Christians. Now, he has great power among unbelievers, and he has power to tempt Christians. And, of course, he's seeking to devour whatever Christian he can by that temptation but he cannot at will take control of Christians. And that is exactly what 1 John 5.18 means when it says that the evil one cannot touch a believer. He simply cannot reach in and grab a, a Christian's life, grab control of it, take possession of him, and lead him in the direction that he wants to go. God will not permit it. What God has removed from the grasp of Satan is out of his grasp. Those whom he has translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son are no longer subject to that ruler. Satan is a defeated foe. Even though his power is great and there's a lot of mopping up operations yet to be done, and even though his influence will not cease until the second coming of Christ, for the believer... There is every power that Jesus Christ had to defeat Satan in the first place to defeat him continually in our lives. We need not fear Satan and the demons. Every time that a demon met Jesus Christ, it was not Christ who became fearful, but the demon who was fearful. He ran from Christ. He feared Christ. He begged for mercy. And the Christian should not fear Satan and not fear the demons, but should remember 
that Jesus Christ has overcome them and should resist all temptation in the power of Christ who enables him successfully to do so. So let us not be afraid and cringe in the face of evil. Let us be wary of it. Let us resist it. Let us fail to uh, ever give in to the temptations of the devil, but let us remember that he is completely powerless before the gospel of Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Let us pray. Lord, help us to keep from copping out in a new way by saying the devil made me do it. We cannot be made to do anything if we know Jesus Christ as our Savior by the evil one. And when we give in to his temptations, that is our sin and responsibility. Make us to assume that and to recognize our own responsibility for Christ's sake. Amen.